This episode of the Beauté by ABIG podcast is brought to you by Professional Beauty Solutions. Hello and welcome to the Beauté by ABIG podcast, your online support community for the aesthetic and beauty industry. Here, we are strengthening and unifying the industry through representation, innovation and education. This is a platform created and dedicated to the aesthetic and beauty industry, valuing unity and advancement. We serve to represent, support and inspire you by connecting you with industry experts, expanding your knowledge through educational pieces and bringing you the latest industry news. This is Beauté by ABIC. Today's guest is Dr. John Exley for Professional Beauty Solutions. John's interest in lasers began while studying physics both at the University of Leeds, UK and the University Joseph Farah in Grenoble, France. Following graduation with a first-class honours degree, he joined one of the UK's leading medical laser research centres at the University of Manchester to undertake a PhD research project sponsored by Linton which he completed in 1999. He is currently the Managing Director of Linton Lasers and has been since 2009. He also serves as the Honorary Secretary of the British Medical Laser Association, BMLA, which he represents in the Expert Reference Group established by Health Education England, NHS. This group was responsible for creating a novel education qualification framework dedicated to the application of lasers, intense pulsed light, and LED in non-surgical cosmetic interventions. Additionally, John plays a crucial role in the broader industry landscape and was recently appointed the External Advisory Board for the University of Manchester Department of Physics. Here to discuss the common myths about IPL treatments, debunking the misconceptions for professional beauty solutions Today, we welcome Dr. John Exley. Welcome, Dr. John Exley, to the Beauté by ABIG podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. We are very uh, excited and thrilled to have you all the way from the UK. That's right, yes. Sitting here in Manchester this morning. Yeah, it's really great to have been invited on and excited to be talking about a passion of mine that I've had for many, many years. Well, we are honoured to have you and we'll dive straight into it. Dr. Exley or John, could you give us a, a story, a background of how you started your journey and where you're at now within the aesthetic industry? Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess when I started uh, studying physics, I never imagined I'd end up uh, running uh, a major uh, design and technology company making lasers for the aesthetic sector, but I absolutely love love what we do at the moment but i guess my journey started in manchester university when i um, was lucky enough to get selected to do a phd in laser physics and at the time there's a new startup company in manchester called linton linton lasers and they wanted some research doing into a, a new technology at the time which was going to revolutionize the way we could do sort of laser treatments in the skin this is sort of like in the early 90s so at the time there was just um lasers i guess were just de getting developed for medical applications so you'd find lasers in hospitals to treat birthmarks for example i think tattoo removal was just 
becoming, um, you know, just developing at the time. And what Linton had realised was that there was a, an opportunity for making products or making technology that was much more versatile and, and actually better value for the customer. Because at, at that time, lasers were very expensive and typically would only treat one condition. So you might buy one laser just to do tattoo removal, or you might buy one laser just to treat port wine stains. And we had the idea that if you could take a sort of broad band light source, or a, like a flash lamp, and you could hopefully filter it uh, to, to select the right wavelength you wanted, we could create a product that could have different wavelengths and different outputs from one device that will be have the ability to treat a range of conditions and therefore make it a lot better value for a clinic to have a, a system that would, uh, would be much more versatile. And that was the birth really of uh, IPL, so Intense Pulse Light. And we worked, worked for about four years uh, on the project in the university. Inside most lasers now, even today, like uh, if you've got an Alex or Yag for hair removal, you'll have a crystal, which is a laser, and you'll have a, a flash lamp, which pumps loads of energy into this crystal and creates the laser light. But the laser light has certain properties, like it's coherent, for example, the, the light coming out of the, the system. But not all of those properties are relevant, really, for what we want to do in the skin when you're treating conditions. So we thought, well, what if we just take the flash lamp bit, forget about the crystal, that's really expensive, and that's so fantastic for certain applications, but most of the things we need, we could just take the, the flash lamp bit and select the right wavelengths out of that flash lamp. And then we could push that into the skin and hopefully treat various things. And the, the project itself at the university was to try and treat uh, birthmarks, you know, port wine stain birthmarks. So trying to target and destroy small capillaries and, and vessels within the tissue. And that's how we first started work on on all of this and that got me into the aesthetics industry ultimately and got the the, the company of linton which is now a company i run uh, we developed the product took it to market and everything just exploded from there so currently i i don't do as much physics as i'd like anymore I tend to um tend to just work on running the business nowadays but i still like to get involved with our r d team and see what they're doing and just see the new exciting stuff that's coming out onto the market um, I work I work on a lot of committees now as well so I'm on the board of the British Medical Laser Association and I've helped work with government as well in the UK here to to shape legislation and, and develop training courses and generally help our industry uh, develop and grow in the right way so it's been quite a journey from from the lab to uh, to where I am today Goodness me, absolutely. Wow. Um, so I think you've answered the next question, and that was what was the outcome of your PhD? And it sounds like the outcome has been life-changing in regards to what, what you've created from nothing. And I'd love to know more about how Linton became the UK's number one laser and manufacturer uh, in IPL and some of the myths around IPL. Yeah, no, I think that's a really, really good question, particularly with IPL itself. And I mean, the outcome of the PhD, as you mentioned, was was a sequence really of products. Started off with one called the Lumina, uh, and and more recently now we have uh, further advances really, which is the the X Light and the Three Juve, and they're all using the same sort of fundamental principles. 
uh, of the technology that was developed back in the lab. I think the, the, the thing that's important to understand, and, and I think what projected Linton, as you say, into the leader we are today in the UK, is people have to sort of understand that not, not all IPLs are the same. We developed uh, a technology that took, you know, sort of four or five years of research, really, from in a lab to testing it in hospitals to developing the, the techniques in different applications. The, the, the PhD was about treating port wine stains, for example, and, you know, treating uh, blood vessels. But we, we discovered later on that actually if we change the filter in the system, if we change the output, we could really treat a, a variety of conditions and hair removal was, was fantastic, you know. So I remember we started doing hair removal. We were working with a commercial partner, a clinic chain in the UK, and they helped us develop that technique. I remember then speaking to somebody and they said, you know, we do all this hair removal all the time and it's absolutely fantastic. You know, all the hair's gone. And but what's amazing is the skin is so smooth and soft. And, and that led us down the path of looking at collagen remodeling. So we started to, you know, developing techniques to do skin rejuvenation with the, the IPL. So it just developed into a fantastic product that really then, you know, going back a few years, you know, there was nothing on the market that could rival it for its ability to achieve fantastic results in a really safe me method. So it was really safe and effective, but very, very good value, great return on investment for the, for the clinics as well. And so, yeah, it just, you know, transformed the business. We, we, Linton had started making lasers for tattoo removal, which were fantastic lasers, but this suddenly became much more mass market. So the product became accessible to the aesthetic market rather than it sitting in a hospital where most lasers were in the early nineties, suddenly it became mainstream and it was able to be taken into, uh, you know, aesthetic clinics, high street salons, you know, and that's when everything sort of exploded for us, which is, which is great. That is fantastic. What a journey. And why are Linton's IPLs unique? What can they treat that other IPLs can't treat? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, I mean, IPLs, what I noticed after we developed our product was now that there's a, there's a vast variety of IPLs available. And I sort of joke sometimes with our R&D guys about the how easy it is to make a, a lamp in a box and that's basically an ipl is just a, a broadband lamp in a box with a filter and so a lot of companies you know understandably you know thought great i've seen this product let's just stick a lamp in a box and we'll put it on the market as an ipl but the the background behind the linton ipl is four or five years of academic research in a university including you know tests in hospitals published papers, even, you know, it took about 12 months of computer modeling to simulate how the light travels into the tissue and can treat things. And we use that computer model to ensure that we optimize the characteristics of our IPL. And we designed and built the product to balance three really significant features. And that is in any medical treatment with, with light, it doesn't matter if it's laser or IPL, you need to make sure you've got the, the correct wavelength or the correct range of wavelengths to target whatever it is you want to treat in the skin. So like a blood vessel needs a certain wavelength. Light can travel through the skin until it hits the hemoglobin, then it's absorbed in 
and that turns into heat and it heats up the haemoglobin or it heats up the little blood blood vessel and that's fine so that can sort of destroy denature the blood vessel the, the blood vessel can disappear then and that would get rid of a, a thread vein for example but if you don't do that correctly if, if you if you just carry on pulsing light into the skin so your pulse length gets longer and longer and longer you can cause collateral damage you can you can have heat coming out of that little blood vessel and damaging the surrounding tissue so you've got to be able to choose the right wavelength and push that energy into the skin but do it in a very short pulse duration so that the energy can destroy the blood capillary without much thermal damage without much conduction out into the surrounding tissue and that's really tricky to do that right and and you could get the right wavelength you could maybe you could get the right short pulse length but you've also got to get sufficient energy into the skin to get the temperature high enough in that capillary to destroy it so there's a balance between the wavelength the pulse duration and, and enough energy in a pulse to do what you want it to do and it's it's easy if you want to get more energy you can you know an ipl you can broaden the wavelength range you can let more light come out in different wavelengths but that's not good for the skin the skin really needs it to be targeted, so narrow wavelength range. Or you might keep a narrow wavelength range and keep a very short pulse, uh, but you can't get enough energy, so you're never going to treat the blood vessel. So the trick is to balance those three elements, get the right wavelength and the right pulse duration for the target and sufficient energy to, to do a fantastic treatment. And what you find with a lot of IPLs is they, they can get two of those three things right at any one go. So a lot of the IPLs pulse nowadays in a way that the longer the pulse, the more energy comes out. So if they want to treat a big, thick black hair, no problem. We can just shove in a filter, lamp in a box, blast away. And if we want more energy, we just lengthen the pulse. The problem with that is if you come to treat fine hair, to get a, a successful, safe and effective treatment of fine hair, you need actually pretty high energies in a narrow wavelength range and a very short pulse. And if you can't control your pulse duration independently of that energy, then you're not going to get great results in those difficult, more challenging situations like a finer hair. So what we achieved really with, with our IPL, and it's still unrivaled today, is this real flexibility in varying these things independently so we ensure that we have very targeted wavelength filters that really make sure that it's safe for the skin it targets what we're trying to treat without damaging the epidermis we ensure that we can deliver enough energy in whatever pulse it is we want to put into the skin and that pulse that pulse train can vary depending on our target so when we're trying to treat fine blood vessels, rosacea, for example, or thread veins, we can put our light in really short pulses and that can destroy those little capillaries without damaging the tissue around it. And it's that ability to vary those parameters independently that gives us the, the most effective but safe treatments. So we protect the epidermis, we can target what we want to target, get excellent results and um, do that with, without uh, any risk to the, the patient or the skin. John, this makes so much sense because I've had treatments before where the device has obviously uh, worked wonderfully being, you know, a, a very white Caucasian person who never, never tends, only burns. 
on my um, on my legs. And then the therapist hasn't changed it, moving to, for instance, the the chin, you know, coming um, in my early forties, mm-hmm. and um, and it hasn't worked. And I'm like, well, that's devastating. I'm plucking my chin for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. So now, with your explanation, it makes so much sense. But I guess it also raises the question on training. Do you provide training and support to clinic owners? Because I'm assuming there'd be a lot of education required to know what parameters to use and when. Absolutely. I mean, that's it's a we we training's paramount in my view, and we we actually work very very closely with our government in the UK, and we've uh, helped advise the government on training frameworks for the aesthetics industry. Um, so that's I think there's a real benefit in a general knowledge for anybody using laser and IPL. More specifically about our products, the training is hugely important, but I'd like to think. We've invested a lot in developing the interface. So when you get onto the machine itself, um, you have a very intuitive interface, which can help guide you through. And that in conjunction with, we have in the back of our training manuals. I know people don't like reading manuals, but in the back of ours, there's a couple of pages that they have these tables and that really distinctly show you the, the parameters to use. So all you need is a couple of pages out of the manual along with the really intuitive software on the screen and whilst i'll never say you should use a machine without training you can have training in conjunction with a very intuitive product design and it really helps uh, practitioners uh, deliver excellent treatments it's really important to make sure the treatment is is effective but but it's safe at the same same time obviously um, I mean, our products are used by the NHS in the UK over here, um, and that's because they've got this outstanding reputation for results whilst being safer at, t- at the same time. I think training in general for our industry in the UK, I can speak mainly for, is, is highly variable. So you do need to ensure you, you're working with a partner, a company uh, like PBS, for example, who, who really invest heavily in supporting their, their customers and spend a lot of time in helping develop and train the people they work with and that that's almost as important as the product itself sometimes absolutely and i know professional beauty solutions do provide a lot of support you're really you really are partnering with a company when you um, invest in any of their modalities and john how has technology changed over the last 20 years and what do you see coming in the future everything i described a moment ago, like with the, the balance between wavelength, fluence, pulse duration, for example, it's um, I think the a lot of that we developed, you know, back in the lab and worked out the way to, to get it into the skin and and uh, make sure the treatments were, were successful and safe. But more recently, we came up with some great, great breakthroughs, in my opinion, anyway. So we I think the beauty of the IPL now that we have on the market uh, and the way it's developed over time is the the implementation of dynamic dynamic dynamics reflex which we have and it's it, i mean without getting too technical or giving away too many secrets we have the, the lamp in the handpiece and we've got a specialized reflector like it's specially coated to to draw out more light from the the uh, the, the flash lamp uh, and what it allows us to do and this was a you know, really where we are today with the technology it allows us to to 
get out much more energy. Now, we don't really need much more energy actually for the treatment, but what we can do therefore is we can just shrink the pulses down. So we've now got an IPL delivering pulses in less than a millisecond, sub-millisecond pulses, which makes it almost identical to a laser treatment. So you, you have this, this new technology, this new reflective coating in the handpiece that's creating an IPL that's mimicking laser like never before. So you've got this fantastic breakthrough really into sub-millisecond pulses in IPL. And that's, that's the thing with IPL. And again, if you look at most IPL, it's pulse durations of sort of tens of milliseconds long. Uh, but if you want to treat the finest capillaries or the finest hair, sub-millisecond makes a huge difference to the outcomes. And so that's a, been a fantastic advance for us. These other techniques we've used, we, we have interchangeable light guides, so you can switch in and out the, the size of the, the block that you're using on the treatment skin. We actually use longer light guides than most other companies as well, just because it's much more visible for treatment. I remember working with a doctor over here, and we had really short light guides like other companies have, have got today. And um, he was just complaining that he couldn't see properly when he touched the skin. It was awkward. He had to bend his neck. I just thought, well, why not make longer light guides? And that's what we've done. And so we, we just think about our products, I guess, and work with customers and ensure that what we deliver is what customers want. And that's how the products have advanced. Professional Beauty Solutions is Australia's leaders in bringing world-class brands and aesthetic devices to salons, spas, and clinics. Empowering salons to optimize performance, product, and profits, Professional Beauty Solutions is Australia's most respected and trusted supplier of professional beauty brands, servicing over 2,000 salons, spas, and clinics across Australia. Their mission is to help their salon partners become the most profitable in the industry. They pride themselves on offering the best in advanced cosmeceutical skincare, laser and LED technology and top of the line products that achieve real results, along with a level of convenience and business support to drive profits and success for their salon partners. To learn more, visit probeautysolutions.com.au today. As we go forwards, I mean, some of the new stuff our team are working on now, I love the fact they're combining um, a lot of the treatments now with topicals like serums, for example. So working with the, the estheticians in our clinic, we've developed a sort of facial package called Illumi Facial, where you have a combination of topicals you put on and serums and, and then treat with the light as well and the IPL. And that combination of treatments gives uh, you know it's just exceptionally good results all year round for skin rejuvenation and just brightening and improving skin health that's again it's not an area of expertise i have in those topical uh, serums but it's the results have been fantastic in, in combination and ultimately now we're putting different technologies onto our platform systems so i think what's really important is to We've got a platform, we've got a box. Inside the box is a power supply, a cooler, capacitors. You know, that can drive the IPL handpiece. But we also 
developed laser technology that we could shrink down into a handpiece and plug that into the box as well. So the 3G, for example, now has a combination of laser, IPL, radio frequency, all driven from one, one platform. And that's definitely the way forwards for clinics, just to ensure you've got as much variation and, and uh, versatility as possible in, in one platform. Yes, and um, what's so exciting is when patients see their their result and are happy with the result and um, sometimes shocked by the result, then of course they tell all of their friends and they come back and you have um, that recurring um, cash flow and of course um, clientele that's loyal and supportive of you. There's nothing worse than feeling like you've been ripped off, seeing before and after photos, investing in a product or a treatment and of course um, having a terrible result. So on that, how does the, the, the device itself and the results that you can achieve help professionals in generating leads and um, continuing with their practice, expanding yeah, their think, practice? Yeah, I think, I mean, that's the, the, the point of all of this. I mean, I, I love the technology. I love the physics behind it all. I love the, the, the way light interacts with the tissue. And that's what we do as a business, as a company, Linton Lasers develops the, the technology of light and energy interacting in tissue to do various treatments. But what people in a clinic want to do really is generate revenue, don't they? So that's the, a product is a revenue generating device for a clinic, you know, and we shouldn't shy away from that idea that that is what people are buying into. And so what we've done is developed a product that has an exceptionally good return on investment. So great ROI. So people will Need, you want a device that's affordable, that they can get into clinic, that they have confidence and trust in, and that has the ability to treat the, the widest range of options as possible. And I, and I say that hesitantly because from our point of view as Linton, we want it to treat as wide a range of, of indications as possible without compromise. So we could claim it could do all sorts of other stuff, but we want people to have trust and confidence in the results they'll get. So the claims we make, the treatments we develop and put on our devices, we want you to be able to treat as many people that walk into your clinic as possible with one device, but without compromising the effectiveness of that device. So we make sure that everything we put on there, built to medical standards, it is used by medical practitioners um, around the world and people can walk into your clinic and you've got the confidence that you're going to deliver fantastic results with the product in a really safe environment, safe device. And that in turn then just allows you to generate the revenue as, as best as possible, get as much return on the investment out of that device. And as you rightfully said, you know, results speak for themselves. If you treat clients and give them exceptional results they go out of that clinic talking about the the results they've had and that just generates word of mouth and you know confidence i've seen it with clinics over here you know they've had a machine that the business owner may have purchased but you know whether were the practitioners that confident they didn't really like the, the the results they were getting if you've got confidence in your product if your team if you're Clinicians have confidence in the treatments. They, they sell that without even meaning to. They will talk to clients with such passion and with such, um, you know, about the results they've had. The clients will talk about the results they've had and that will just sell itself. 
and that's what you want. It's all about your reputation, I guess, and that ability to to maximise revenue from the investment you've made. And that, that's that's exactly what we aim for with our platform device. As many treatments as possible without compromise um, to help generate as much revenue and treat as many clients as you can with confidence. So true how you've said that, um, you know, regarding the business owner and the therapist, because so often the business owner is working on the business and the therapist or practitioner who's working in the clinic uh, has that really rewarding job that just keeps pushing you to to want to do more because you get to see the results. No different to post you know surgery and you know someone having life changing results, and it's incredibly rewarding. And um, and then of course, like you said, you've got um, therapists or practitioners championing that product or device, and to have a device that everybody trusts and loves using is is just incredible. So. Goodness, I strongly encourage everybody to to speak to Professional Beauty Solutions and and get one of your devices. Fantastic, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I completely agree. <laughs> um, we did mention earlier before we wrap up debunking misconceptions. So, just mm-hmm. a couple of questions that I think that you are the expert to answer. One of those is plume. When we went through our you know our outbreak that the whole world unfortunately went through and we had our, our isolated period and everything else, there was a lot of controversy around plume and that plume would give you COVID and, um, you know, how terrible plume is. Yeah. What, what is your, your opinion on plume? Yeah, um, I did a lot of work on this during COVID as well and beforehand. So I sit on the board of the British Medical Laser Association. And when COVID, we had the outbreak of the pandemic uh, in the UK, we, we had to research very, very quickly and then create uh, recommendations for the industry uh, uh, of how to safely reopen their clinics after, after the lockdown. Plume itself is obviously it's small particles of tissue debris that come off the skin during treatment. And you know you've got plume when you can sort of smell the treatment to some extent, if that makes sense. So some people have to particularly I mean, the worst offender for this is CO2 treatments, or um, you get a lot of plume from CO2 treatments, little debris flying off the skin. So that's really tiny, small charged particles. And there's been a lot of research done on whether or not virus, um, live virus can be carried in plume. And there is some evidence actually that live virus can be carried in plume. So we were really cautious about that with COVID. Um, I think that in general, the size of the particles if you're breathing that in constantly doing a lots of treatments it's not great for your health and so taking some precautions to mitigate against that is really really recommended so ffp2 masks for example would be ideal to protect against breathing in uh, too much plume if you're doing treatments like co2 for example i would highly recommend ffp2 or ffp3 i don't know if you have the same um same uh, grading system that that's just the type of mass that you wear and the ffp determines the size of the particle that it filters out so ffp3 is the um is the most stringent and, and that would definitely protect you from as much plume as possible but ffp2 i think in a clinic is fine you can wear a surgical mask that will give you some sort of protection or there's options to use devices that can suck plume away and I think that's very effective as well. If you're using the IPL, or using our IPL particularly, we uh, recommend a layer of gel on the skin, and then you press the light guide into the, the gel and you fire. 
Now that's actually really good in terms of plume because any debris coming off the skin actually then gets trapped within that gel. So it doesn't protect you entirely, but you get much more protection doing IPL uh, with gel from, from plume than you would if you were using, as I said, like a CO2 laser, for example. But I think overall, um, our industry does need to consider, and, and in the UK, I don't think we are not very far down this track. I go to many, many clinics who do nothing about plume. You know, in fact, I walked into one clinic, did laser hair removal, and we were chatting. And she said, I just love the smell of burning hair. It, it makes me, you know, it's the thing I really love after I do a treatment. And I'm thinking, what you're smelling there is you're breathing in all those little particles. So you really, you don't want to be, you don't want to be loving the smell of burning hair. You want to protect yourself by either wearing some sort of mask or using an extractor to suck it away. Or if you're doing IPL, make sure you've got a layer of gel on to try and trap as much of that plume as possible. Goodness me, I was laughing then, trying to contain myself. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine your face when that lady was saying that to you. <laughs> I know. And um, another misconception, if it doesn't hurt, it doesn't work. Yeah, that's. Um, I think there's an element of truth in that, but I think that saying it's got to hurt is a little bit extreme. So I, I don't think it's it's really difficult to do a treatment. At the end of the day, if you're trying to get rid of hair or blood vessels, you're causing some sort of controlled damage or trauma to the skin, right? So whenever you cause trauma to the skin, there'll be some sort of negative response with the skin in terms of uh, discomfort, right? So I think it's better to say that it's difficult to get fantastic results with no discomfort whatsoever, you know, so you're going to feel something It's going to feel uncomfortable at some point in time, I think. If it's hurting, you know, if it's intolerable to, to, to take the treatment, that's no good either, you know. So it shouldn't hurt, but it is likely to have an element of discomfort. We work hard to minimise that effect. So I do advise cooling. You know, you can either use the, the gel can be cooled, you can use ice packs or you can buy these machines that blow cold air onto the skin. That really helps uh, alleviate some of that sensation. But at the end of the day, if you're going to cause trauma to the skin, if you're going to destroy a blood vessel or a hair to get rid of something, there's going to be some discomfort. And I think that there's some element of truth in that sentence. But, but it should be mild discomfort at most. If it's more than that, then the machine isn't doing its job right or, or the practitioner's not quite got the settings right. Yes. John, we live in, I'm sure you already know, in a country with a hole in our ozone layer. One in three Australians will be diagnosed with skin cancer or melanoma by the age of 70. And can you tell us what you believe, being an expert again in the skin and um, physics, the importance of sunscreen post-treatment? Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. That, so, Again, you cause trauma to the skin when you treat with laser light or energy. You know, any treatment has this has mild trauma. The skin needs to recover, right? So the body's got to recover from the treatment. You know, and when I say trauma, you know, it's mild trauma. You know, you you have a treatment and you may not realize that that's what's happened to your skin, but that is what's happened inside your skin. So your skin's got to have the a, a, a bit of a break to recover. So. If your your skin is trying to fight off the UV rays from the sun, 
you know, and it's doing that by putting energy into producing melanin, you know, which is its natural defense. You know, you want to give the skin a bit of a helping hand. So use an SPF, you know, protect it from the sun. It's already been exposed to wavelengths of light to work in the treatment itself. So go out of the clinic, make sure you're buying the, the SPF and apply it regularly. Um, join any course of treatments. Remember as well that um, with laser and IPL treatments, one of the most difficult challenges is to treat with, um, with melanin or suntan. So anybody on a course of treatments, it's much better. The treatment will be more effective and it will definitely be safer if they're constantly wearing a, a high level SPF. And we recommend SPF 50 um, and then wearing that throughout the course of treatments to just protect their skin from the sun and allow the laser light or the IPL light to do its job without any interference from uh, suntan or fresh melanin. Uh, but certainly post-treatment, you've just got to give your, give your skin a break, you know, make sure it's not fighting the sun and repairing itself, you know, all at the same time. Yes, we do have fabulous, it's winter at the moment here, and we have some fabulous, very sexy people who have, you know, spray tans and who have take, use injections and whatnot to to have a tan yeah. and look like they've just been into Europe and then, of course, going into to have a laser treatment, which is not so amazing. No, no, it's not. No, the melanin, um, the melanin in the upper layers of the epidermis, you know, it's there to protect the deeper layers from, from light, you know, from UV, really. Um, now there's no UV in the lasers that are used, but it still interferes with the light going into the tissue. So if you want to get to a, the light down to a blood capillary, deeper in the skin to get rid of a thread vein or rosacea or up to a hair follicle, then all that melanin is like a barrier. It's trying to stop the light getting in. And it's like counter counteractive to the treatment. You know, uh, we spend, we, we design our devices to minimize that risk. So we, in the, in the IPL, we actually use the light in a pulse sequence. So it, you don't realize it when you press the button on the machine, but the light's actually coming out in a sequence of little pulses. And those little pulses protect the epidermis. They allow the epidermis to cool down whilst they're heating up the, uh, the blood vessel beneath it or the hair follicle. Um, but, it, but when you've got a suntan, that's just really hard. And in fact, we, we don't recommend treatment with suntan. So. Yes, yes. Well, I know professional beauty solutions are, um, are big advocates for using their, they also sell products for uh, skin protection and recommend therapists using that in clinic on clients before they actually walk out of the clinic and ensuring that they have the best possible protection. And then for the more sensitive skins, I know they do have a, a mineral range. So, um, yeah. I, yeah, as well as the training, I'm, I'm pretty sure Professional Beauty Solutions have a very comprehensive beginning to end customer journey for all of the clinics that work with them. Yeah, it's very important that, absolutely important. The partner you work with and Professional beauty solutions are exceptionally good at this, in my opinion. And we've we've dealt with companies all over the world, by the way, but they uh, really stood out for me as a company that supports their customers on that journey. Now, that's our philosophy in the UK at Linton as well. We, we believe that we've got fantastic products, right? The, be the best products you can get, but you need a good partner to make sure that you get the most out of that fantastic product. And... PBS Professional Beauty Solutions definitely stood out for me as a company that was going to support their customers, as we would expect in the UK as well. And um, we've been delighted to work with them. 
Oh, Dr. John Exley, that's a beautiful note to wrap up our podcast on. Thank you so much for joining us from Manchester. And we are so excited. We saw your your team of female soccer players. I'm not sure what your team was called against our Matildas <laughs> earlier I, this I didn't week. Want, I didn't want to mention that. Come on. <laughs> no, look, they played absolutely remarkable. What an incredible team. Yeah, it's been amazing the effect it's had over here because obviously soccer or football for us uh, is a huge sport in the UK but you know predominantly it's the it's the male sport that's been followed and it's been transformative this world cup uh, i think australia and new zealand did a, an amazing job at hosting it it was brilliant competition it drew huge crowds for us here you know watching on tv and i know you had capacity stadiums and I think it's been fantastic for the sport, you know, and it it well it's changed it permanently in my view, and really put women's women's soccer on the map, you know. So and we were delighted, obviously, at how the UK or how England did. We've been beaten too many times by Australia recently in various sports, <laughs> so we had to get one of them, surely. Oh, it was, the, the whole country stood still. We were actually going to have a public holiday if the Matildas had won. It was um, it, it oh, was yeah. a huge deal, huge deal. Yeah. We literally had every pub you can um, known of, um, you know, from Kalgoorlie to to Sydney Harbour, absolutely chockers. And and we had screens set up in parks all over the country. You know, just so many people. It was absolutely incredible. But my goodness, the English have brought soccer to Australia, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I heard that um, you have like literally record-breaking audiences watching these events. You know, more than you've had in any sporting events before, and it's just yeah, it's, I think it's fantastic that you guys got so behind it. You know, oh, we we, we were just nuts. We were just nuts. All of the um, schools across Australia had a like a mufti day, the day of the the game, where all of the kids could wear the colours that they wanted to support. Yeah, so yeah. there were kids going to school with their English jerseys on and <laughs> jerseys. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations. A, a very uh, well-deserved <laughs> win. And um, I'm sure we'll play against you again in the future. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Look forward to it. <laughs> thank you so much. No, thank you. That's been fantastic. That's brilliant. Great to talk to you this, this, uh, this morning, this afternoon. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. You've reached the end of another episode of the Beauté by Avic podcast, your online support community for the aesthetic and beauty industry. Thank you for listening and until next time, stay connected.